Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. This is your good friend, the very esteemed and well-travelled Clarence Copernicus Cloverleaf, welcoming you to another exciting edition of Cloverleaf Radio, hosted by the host with the most, Jimmy Falcon. You can always feel free to call in at 602-753-1883 to ask a question to the host or any of his well-established guests. Just please remember when calling in to be on your best behavior. This is a G-rated show, you know. Hey, that was a wicked rhyme. Anywho, just be sure to be kind and courteous. Now, on to the main event. Hello to all our dear listeners. This is your spokesman with a plan, Clarence Cloverleaf, coming to you after somewhat of an absent spell, as since December of 2018, I've been sailing around the world. From Italy to Canada, I've been making my way across this beautiful land of ours, searching for new meaning to an older existence. I'm happy to say I'm back now, and here to let you in on some stuff going on as of late. In mid-2018, the Cloverleaf Radio Network expanded to include our friends Josh and Ariana over at Night Moves Radio. It's been a splendid partnership, and Jimmy, Jane, and I are happy to welcome them to the family. They also brought along Soul Stories, which features inspiring poetry, read by the author herself, Ariana Cherry. We've been brought onto many new networks, including Anchor, the ASY Podcasting Network, WordPress, Podbean, even iHeartRadio. We've also started a fresh new YouTube page, as well as updating our Twitter blog talk radio and expanding our network to new segments more radio reunions all news guests and so much more also the cloverleaf radio network jimmy ariana and josh will be appearing upcoming at two conventions silcon and dark history con Silcon will be held September 6th and 7th, 2019 at Cross County Mall in Mattoon, Illinois, while Dark History Con will be held October 26th and 27th, 2019 at the City Center Performance Venue in Champaign, Illinois. Be sure and check out the newest guest appearances, as well as find out about up-to-date ticket information by visiting www.silcon.com or www.dhhcon.com. Although, please note, Silcon is a free event. Thank you, everyone, for continuing to follow and support us for 11 years. This is Clarence Cloverleaf saying... Good day to you. Alrighty, we are back for another exciting edition of Cloverleaf Radio. I'm the host of the most, Jimmy Falcon, and by my side joining us today is the lovely and talented Amy Hale. How's it going, Amy? It's going great. How are you? Doing pretty good. Weather's a little warm here, but it's it's always kind of funky in Illinois. You get one thing or the other thing. So as long as it's not yeah. snowing, I'm pretty happy. But how's things going for you? It's about the same. I'm trying to get ready for uh, an event that I'm at tomorrow in St. Louis, and uh, glad that it's not snowing too. I can't. I can't do the snow. It's just not my favorite thing at all. 
Well, I always like for everyone to promote themselves. So uh, what what a great event do you have going on tomorrow? I am going to be at the Toyland Show in St. Charles tomorrow. And I believe it runs from 9 to 3. Very uh, cool. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty neat show. I mean, if you like comics and collectibles, uh, there's going to be some artists there. Guy Gilchrist, uh, Philo Barnhart, Charles uh, Moshat. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Very cool. Well, uh, I noticed one thing when I was coming to uh, find out for more information about you that your your website has the best under construction thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I try to make it interesting when I've got to shake things up a bit. But uh, I guess the star would want to be how or when did you decide that you could make these really interesting and Finding even scary worlds come to life so well. Your your writing is very great. Thank you. Um, when I was a kid, really, um, I've always been telling stories. Um, sometimes they got me in, in trouble, but I've always been telling stories. And uh, I think the first time I really realized that it might be something I wanted to do was when I was 12. And um, I had a friend come over. She was going to spend the night. And we were standing outside, and I started spinning this tale about these creepy clouds that were over the house. And I freaked her out so bad that she called her mom and had her come pick her up to take her home. Uh, she oh, did not no. want to spend the night. <laughs> Thankfully, she's still my friend. <laughs> and we laugh about it now. But, uh, yeah, she just, uh, it, was too, it was too good, too real for her, I guess. She didn't, uh, she didn't want to stay at my house that night. So I kind of realized then I might be on to something. It's really interesting. If, if you even have the funny and sad stuff that happens in your life, it can almost make you create a whole other dimension or even in this world, something that's far scarier than, than many people will see in their mundane lives. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, we all have different experiences. And like you said, funny, sad, whatever, there's always something you can take out of each experience. And uh I, I've applied a lot of the lessons I've learned and things that I've seen to my stories. And you even have a trilogy, the Shadows of Jane, uh, Shadows of Jane, Shadows of Deception, and Shadows of Deliverance. Yes. And yeah, how, as a, far as, uh, you know, when you guys, when an author gets into writing, uh, you know, a series on things, um, I know sometimes they stick with the same characters or maybe some new ones thrown in. It's like uh, anything else. But how did you uh, decide you wanted to work on this trilogy? Um, it's really kind of weird because I hadn't really planned on doing a trilogy. And then I had this really short snippet of a dream about a young woman uh, kind of thrashing in bed and having a terrible dream. And while she's having this nightmare, there are things kind of flying around the room that are reacting to the way she's, the, her emotions are, so she's controlling these things. And um, I woke up and I thought, well, that's interesting, and I kind of jotted down what I could remember. And uh, after spending a few days just thinking about it and putting ideas together how it could work, I came up with this three-book series. Uh, and it, it, it's one of those things where I wrote the first, first book and then I took a break, and I wrote like a rom-com, just trying to kind of clear my head. And then I started the second book, and I let it kind of play out. I'm one of those people that I kind of half plot, half pants it. So 
um, I have an idea where it's starting and where it's ending, and I just kind of let the story take over as I write and see where it goes. And, uh, of course, in the second book, there are a lot of new characters introduced, but uh, it, it all it all meshes well at the end. And um, it, it's been a really popular series. I've won three awards for the series so far. Wow. You see, that's amazing because uh, anybody could sit down and write. It's kind of like, you know, I can do impressions, but I've been, always been told you can have the paper and, you know, not be, be the pen. Say that, but you can have the certain you can have the certain talent to make funny voices, but that doesn't mean you could be a great actor. Just so maybe because I have a great dream doesn't mean I could sit down and write a whole book about it. Yeah, I mean it's it's true. I mean it just it, I think it depends on not just maybe your ability, but maybe your determination. Because um, I know a lot of people that well, even for me, there was a long time where I thought, ah, oh, you know, I'd love to do it, but I I don't think I can. I don't think I have the ability. And in the beginning, um, you know, I, I, I made a lot of mistakes. I had a lot to learn, and I'm still learning. Um, but it's one of those things where the more I do it, the more I learn and the better I get. So I always try to encourage people, you know, if you want to write a book, sit down and start. Just start, because the more you do it, the more you're going to learn. Ask people questions. Um, people that are doing it, go talk to them. Ask them to, to point you towards resources. There's so much information out there that it's hard to, to not learn if you're really looking for information. And that kind of sounds to me like some of the experiences I've been through with doing the show because I'll talk to people who maybe I interviewed 10 years ago and they're like, you're still doing this? Like, what? You're still doing this? Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just kind of crazy. I've seen uh, people come and go and people have gotten huge and uh, are still doing it. But um, I guess, like, you really have to have a passion for what you're doing. Yeah, you do because it, it. I know a lot of people think, "Oh, I'll write a book and it'll be a bestseller, and I'll be, right. you know, I'll be the next J.K. Rowling or Stephanie Meyer or whatever overnight." And that's just not how it works. Uh, you have to be willing to suffer through. Sometimes when you're really broke, there's a lot of discouragement. Um, it, it has to be a passion because if it's not, you're not going to stick with it through the hard times, and there are a lot of hard times. Absolutely. And uh, looking more towards some of the newer things, I saw that you have the Heavenward Falls series, Heavenward Falls High. Yes. And Heavenward Falls. And, um, what what decided? Uh, what did you decide to uh, kind of work on these? Uh, lots of interesting characters, especially with Miranda Saunders, seems really interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so Heavenward Falls is a multi-author shared world. Uh, started by uh, Angora uh, Productions. And I was wow. approached by the owners to see if I would be interested in writing for them. Um, I think when I started, they only had about six authors writing in the world. And they had four different lines. They have the Havenwood Falls High, which is our, our YA line, Havenwood Falls, which is the new adult. And then there's Legends of Havenwood Falls, which is kind of an origin story kind of thing. And then they just opened up uh, here in the last year, Sin and Silk, which is kind of the steamy stuff. So um, they asked me if, if I'd be interested, and we discussed some story ideas, and I signed contracts, and I just finished my fourth book for them. Um, and I write in the YA and the new adult line. Um, and it's fun because I've got to, you know, we have to work together um, with all these other authors to make sure that everything lines up. You know, we're not saying one character's here in one story and then putting that character somewhere else in a different story. Everything has to match. 
Um, right. So it's a lot of work, um, but it's also a lot of fun. And uh, it's given me a chance to really branch out and try new things. And I've never written vampires. I've never written dragons. I've never written any kind of shifter. And getting to do that has been probably been one of my favorite things to do. Well, something else I noticed you you've done some uh, studying romantic comedies as well, which I thought was pretty cool because the stuff I'd seen you do seemed like it it could be kind of scary to some people, very neat in my mind, but um, you know, like a certain style, and you have these uh, romantic comedies, which really just makes people just want to giggle and laugh out loud. So why um, did you decide to maybe go into the romantic comedies as well? Well, when I started, um, the first book I wrote was a romantic suspense, and I really oh. kind of envisioned myself being a, ro- a romance writer in some way or another. Um, and while all my books do have romance, I've kind of more ventured towards where there's more emphasis on the action than the romance in a lot of them. Um, but uh, when I wrote my first book, I wrote the interior mo- uh, bleh, sorry, ulterior motives, and that was my romantic suspense. And then I went next with Shadows of Jane, and then I needed a break. I wanted something that wasn't quite so heavy, something a little more fun. And I had this idea in my head about this story about a young teacher whose love life is just a huge disaster. And that's where Tetsu Whitney came in. And um, then I wrote the second trilogy book, and then I came back, and I wrote about Whitney's best friend, Lindsay, in Letters from Jason. And they were just, they were a nice change of pace. They were fun. It wasn't quite so heavy. Because, I mean, writing this heavier stuff, it can really kind of weigh on you after a while. And um, it's one of those things where I just wanted to do something different. And I realized then that I didn't want to be pigeonholed into one genre. So now I've got paranormal, I've got suspense, I've got rom-com, and I'm usually working on, uh, well, I'm usually working on two or three books at one time, but I've got a horror and a thriller book that I'm working on. So I'm kind of uh, kind of doing a little bit of everything that kind of strikes my fancy right now. Yeah, you made a great point, though, because uh, I've heard, you know, interviews with a lot of actors, especially like uh, Jack Nicholson telling Heath Ledger that the Joker part would kill him. If you mm-hmm. put too much uh, of your soul into these sad, sadistic characters or books, uh, it really can weigh heavy on you. Yeah, I mean, it really can. And I, I've got another another book that I'm working on, and that's uh, it's about a young mother with depression. And that one's really near and dear to me because I have, um, I have some mental illness in my family, and I personally have major depressive disorder and anxiety. So... I, you know, when I, I've had to write this one in pieces because it really just hits me hard sometimes when I'm trying to get those emotions out there properly or try to explain what this character's going through. When, you know, I've had some really low times in my life that I've been kind of where she was at. And I have to take a step back and go, okay, I've had a good cry. and I'm going to go do something else for a while <laughs> and just, you know, kind of give myself a cleansing there because, you know, life is definitely hard. Um, we all have our own battles, and books are supposed to be for escape as a general rule. But the fiction is an escape for people. Um, but you can also learn from fiction. Like with this depression book, I want to help people understand what it's like to have to battle these issues and try to live a normal life at the same time. But uh, it's one of those things where you just you have to find good balance. And sometimes it's hard to do when all you're doing is writing dark and creepy and sad all the time. So, like, even my last book is it's paranormal romance, 
but it's it's mostly humor. Um, I mean, it's got its, its moments where it's kind of heavy with the dragons or whatever, but there's a lot of humor in it as well. And my reviews have been great because I've had people like, you know, I love those characters and they're so much fun. Uh, but I really hate this character. He made me so mad in the story. And I'm like, well, good. I did my job, <laughs> you know. Well, my dogs are freaking out. And I was on my last question. I always try to time it before the walk because I can't do the 6 o'clock hour because I don't have the uh, prime time. So it seems like mm-hmm. right toward the end, about the last question, before the last question, the dogs just lose it. So thankfully, <laughs> I, was, I was to the end. Um, what does the future hold for you? I know uh, you got Silcon coming up, mm-hmm. and uh, you mentioned you're, you have the event tomorrow, and you're working yeah. on so much stuff. Uh, what's coming up for you? Where can people find your work? And uh, check you out. Well, they can go to authoramyhale.com and find pretty much anything you need to know about me there. Uh, I have all my books. I have information on my social media, my readers group, my newsletter. uh, And then all of my social media is authoramyhale.com. So it's pretty easy to find me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And uh, then I have a readers group called Hale's Angels. And that is connected to my Facebook page. So if you can't find it by searching Hales Angels, just look on there. We have a lot of fun. We do live chats every week, uh, do giveaways, that kind of stuff in our group. And then as far as, uh, of course, I'm on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the major retailers. And um, I will be, like I said, Toy Man tomorrow. And then I'll be at Harrisburg at the end of the month at BirdCon in Harrisburg, Illinois. And then I've got some other stuff like Silcon coming up. I've got PenCon in St. Louis. So there's still a lot of events coming up if anybody wants to come by and get a signed book or say hi. Absolutely. I can't wait uh, to run into you again at Silcon, of course, September 6th and 7th, 2019 at the Cross County Mall in Mattoon, Illinois. A free event. It's free, people. No excuses. Get out and see (laughs) it. So many talented uh, authors, cosplayers actors, uh, maybe the, maybe I'll bring in my buddy that lives in the dumpster. You never know who is going to be at these events. So I definitely think you should check out Silcon and Dark History Con. Amy, thank you so very much for joining me. It was great talking to you. Thank you for all the laughs that you brought me the last few years, and uh, thanks for doing what you do. Oh, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. Big thanks to Amy Hale. You guys can check out uh, the archive. It should be up in about 10 or 15 minutes. And our next show is going to be on Monday. We're welcoming uh, for the 20th anniversary radio reunion of Man on the Moon, Little Wendy Poland and Greg Travis. August 16th, over 40 years as lead singer of Helix, Brian Ballmer. August 20th, Italian-American actor Vito D'Ambrosio best known as Anthony Tony Bellows in the 1990 and 2014 TV shows The Flash, also as the Bowtie Driver in The Untouchables. He's also been in Criminal Minds and Shameless. And August 26th at a special 1 p.m. Central Time, 11 p.m. Pacific Time, we welcome... Wow. I really messed that up. <laughs> uh, regardless, August 26th, Elijah Snyder from South Park returns to the show. All right, guys, we will see you on Monday. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night.
Thank you for listening to the Cloverleaf Radio Network, where you can find shows such as The Hollywood Connection, Cloverleaf Radio, Night Moves Radio, and Soul Stories. You can find us on Facebook under the Cloverleaf Radio Network. We broadcast on Anchor, Blog Talk Radio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and many more. Tune in anytime during the week. We post our links. You can listen on your own time, on your own day, anytime you want. We provide you with new material every week. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day.